Hey, Spike and DB, I just wanted to know if you guys had thoughts on the garbage disposal uh, function of many modern kitchens, because I'm living without one, and it's a real, real pain in the ass during kitchen time. And um, I don't know, it just feels like really out of your control to collect all the rice and the pasta that's going down there. Uh, maybe you guys both have garbage disposals. I'm sure you've uh, not had them at some time, so there's something you can say about it. And, yeah, do you, do you have them? Do you, would you suggest I get one? Um, answer me. Hey, everybody. Welcome to YKS. Mike, that yeah. might just be the best voicemail we've ever gotten. Ever gotten on the show. I am familiar with garbage disposals. I have had one previously, but I do not have one at uh, the place I'm living right now, JF. But I do know I'm familiar with them. So, okay, so you know everything about how they work? You invented them? Uh, Well, I wouldn't go that far, but I would say I'm... (laughs) 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 What I don't get about the garbage disposal is it doesn't handle most garbage. Uh, uh, Plastics, forks, knives, spoons. Exactly. uh, Old uh, pieces of hair. You know, doesn't it seem like it would be a Garfield bit to like throw an actual bag of garbage yeah. like from the trash can into the disposal and be like, yeah, like all done, you know, Garfield, I told you to clean up. I did. I threw the garbage That's in the garbage talks, disposal. Yeah. Oh, well, hairs on the back of my neck from hearing and hearing uh, the voice that you just did and knowing it from childhood, mm-hmm. from being a child and watching it. Right. Later, Bill Murray came on and ruined it with his sort of like. (laughs) The guy, the first in the pilot sounded like you did. And then Bill Murray came on. It wasn't Bill Murray. So don't write in. You already had the email composed. Bill Murray was the movies guy. He did it in the movies. He did it in the movie. But it's, there's another guy that sounds like Bill Murray. Oh, was there a show? Cartoon. Yeah. Oh, I'm just familiar with the movies. Just know him from the movies. (laughs) Yeah. And then they did the comic strip after that. I saw a few of those. <laughs> the Further Adventures of Garfield <laughs> is the comic strip. Oh, you liked the movies? I think you're going to love the comic strip. That could be a cool way to... Whoa! Brand new idea! Movies that get turned into comic strips. Mike, we could do this. Yeah, or comic books. Like, you should make one out of the Revengers or something. <laughs> Perfect for the printed page. That would be insane, just flipping around and seeing what these guys would get up to next. <laughs> Forget watching this thing. How about reading it? Yeah. Kind of a cool rock. way to go. Um, I do have a garbage disposal. I have also not had a garbage disposal at times, and I agree, it is much better to have one and not need it than need it and not have it, you know? Um, I do right. throw, I throw a variety of things in there, although... I actually, I must say this came at an opportune time for me because when, I, when I'm listening to this show again on Monday morning, as I do every week, um, it'll remind me that I need to go get the quarter-inch Allen wrench um, out of the toolbox and go through and stick it in the bottom of the thing and kind of turn it because I've lost the key that goes with the garbage disposal and my machine is making a strange noise. And this is actually the only troubleshooting step that they tell you to do is to go get a wrench and crank it around and see what happens. Are you so, listening to the show? Yeah, of course. Every, every week. What the fuck? You don't listen to the show? <laughs> you're so fucked, dude. How do you know if it's good or not if you're not listening to it? It's Well, it's never good, so you never have to listen to it. You never... 
Oh. You know? I think some of them have been okay. <laughs> <laughs> Making myself listen to myself for two hours. To see laugh, if it's still bad. at your own self. <laughs> Sometimes I do. You know, if we go far back enough, I will laugh at something I said because I've completely forgotten ever saying. Yeah. Not just saying it. But even having the thought that would lead to it is yeah. is totally unrelatable to me, you know. And it, you don't have to go that far back before it's just a complete. It's just like a total total uh, blur. It's a blur. Yeah. It's, it's just I I just got memory wiped. I got Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Minded. If you remember that movie, um, classic film. Jim Carrey, hilarious guy. He's very funny. He's very <laughs> very funny. And he's a good person too. I saw him at uh, mm-hmm. at the store one time you saw jim carrey at the joke. store yeah not here it was in uh mm-hmm. los angeles okay what was he doing it was actually really funny because he was um well of course it was funny it was jim carrey <laughs> he picked up like a big cucumber and uh I, he looked at me and i looked at him and i like we weren't gonna bust up laughing or whatever because it's like it's not that yeah. funny, but it's like, yeah. it's kind of funny because it looks like a big penis. Yeah. Did so he, he do anything of, with it? Was he like, oh. Yeah, he kind of sucked on it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no. And I was like, that's classic Jim Carrey, dude. Yeah. He this sucked on the was, cucumber, yeah. Yeah, he was in Liar Liar. Man, that's so funny that you bring that up. And it's so funny that he sucked on the cucumber in the grocery store, too. And it was so funny, the movie that he was in. The Liar, movie Liar. was funny. That That was the movie that was on when I was in the barbershop this week. Liar, liar. I swear to fucking God. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? That's cool. It was getting huge laughs from the barbers who were not working. Because, you know, they're like waiting on an appointment or whatever. And they just sit mm-hmm. around in the chair and watch shitty movies all day. <laughs> which is fantastic. <laughs> shitty FX movies yeah. all day long. That's cool. Yeah. And this was at, this was at 10 a.m. I got an appointment for 10 a.m. <laughs> liar, liar. The guy, the guy programming the, the channel. The guy programming. <laughs> fucking. This is what people just waking up. I guess people are. I guess normal people are up for like four hours. Normal people have been up for a considerable amount of time by that point. Yes, that's right. But we haven't. Yeah. So that's yeah. what's important to us. To to us, that would be like liar liar coming on MTV two at six thirty in the morning for most people, <laughs> and then rolling over and going, "Oh, what's on?" <laughs> And then from then on, you're laughing because obviously, how could you not? Yeah, he can't. So funny. He can't tell a lie. He can't tell the lie. He can't tell a lie. Yeah. Um, and Jennifer Tilly is in that, and she's looking fantastic. Um, you forget she's in that, but she's a bombshell in this movie, Mike. You you probably know her from Bride of Chunky. Yep, the Chunky movies. She was all up in there. She was, she was, but she was in Liar Liar as well. And it was like, and it was like a, it was like a touching, it's not just funny. This is what I like about Jim Carrey. It's not just funny. It's not all, it's not all, I mean, yeah, of course it's like, yeah, you're going to laugh while you're crying. And that's what's so funny about him on another level. Laugh, laugh when I cry, laugh till I cry, uh, with Jim Carrey in the mix. And he like there was one time where he picked up the gavel and he was like, eh, like what if he's this sucking was a, it? He's pretending to suck it. What if it's like a freaking, <laughs> ah, you know? <laughs> and, and the judge is like, order, order, and he's smashing a penis on the thing, you know? <laughs> kind of That's a funny fun. gag. That's fun. But there was like this emotional moment where it was like he overcame his he overcame his ability or his inability to lie by being just like a good lawyer in person. 
And then Jennifer Tilly went because this is it's like a divorce. It's like a divorce. Uh, that's like the climax of the movie is they're getting divorced and it's a custody hearing yeah. or something like that. And and Jim Carrey is like, no, he's a good father. You said he's a good father. We can't take away his kid. And she's like, hit him where it hurts, Jim Carrey. I forget his name in the movie, you know. But he's yeah. like, he's like, no, I refuse to do it or whatever. And then the whole time he's like. He's got like toilet paper on his shoe because he just beat himself up in the bathroom to get yeah. out of going to trial. Yeah. Like he wailed on himself in there. <laughs> he was smashing the toilet on his head. He didn't have the toilet seat to keep the toilet lid from coming down on his head. Remember from last week? Some of the stuff he gets in the, it's like, how good, you know, it's like ridiculous that a, a person could get into that situation. But yeah. He actually did get into all those situations. It was a real, it's a real movie and it really happened. A, That's a what lot I love of. That's what I a love lot about of Jim Carrey's films. It's like, yeah, it's crazy. But what's crazier is they all actually happened. Well, his life must be a nightmare. You know, it must be really a hell on earth to be Jim <laughs> Carrey. So he's the greatest actor in the world. Comes back, <laughs> comes back the next day, smile on his face, even ready to work, crying inside. But even though he's, to- I mean, this tears of a clown. <laughs> um, uh, but it's been a big, it's been a big movie week for me, Mike. Uh, I watched two movies for the very first time this past wow, week. Wow, two movies. That's cool. I broke, I broke the seal on a few movies. I did the, um, I did the thing I did, I sometimes do with my family. It's movie night. There's four of us in the family. Okay. And, uh, when it's my turn to pick what movie we're watching, I cannot decide what I want to watch because I, I have this tremendous fear of disappointing, uh, everyone in the family with my movie selection. So what I do instead is I'm like, here's three trailers we can watch and then we'll just vote on who, what, what we're going to watch. Okay. So yeah. I gave them the option of, uh, Wonder Woman 84, which I'm sure stinks, but they kind of liked the first one a little bit. Right. Um, I also give them the option of the Iron Giant, and I give them the option of Ernest goes to camp. Yeah, and I said, okay, everybody vote. And my wife voted for Wonder Woman, and one kid voted for Ernest, and the other kid voted for the Iron Giant. And I was like, now I'm fucking back at square one with you guys. <laughs> I now I have to that, break the tie. This sucks. Just, you should have just chosen. What you I know wanted. it was awful. It was awful. Um, but but I picked the Iron Giant. I'd never seen it before. Great little movie. You ever seen this? I've never seen it. I heard it's a it's a tearjerker, JF. It and is. You're gonna need to save those tissues from the Jim Carrey marathon. Yeah. You'll need them for the Iron Giant. Yeah, you really will. Um it was really good. I think you would like it a lot. It's beautifully animated. Um it's got a nice it's a nice story, but it's also pretty cool as well. Vin Diesel, the voice of the big iron giant the big giant Iron Man guy. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Um, and then, uh, and then, uh, and everybody liked it as well. So it was a big hit, and I did a great job once again. Save the day. In this, <laughs> the other movie I watched for the first time, the kiddos went to bed. Okay, we sent the kiddos away. Good night, good night, kiddos. We said, um, and they said good night, Papa. And we we turned on Friday the thirteenth. Never woo. seen that. Yeah. Yes. How'd you yes. like it? The first one. Didn't How'd like, like it. it. Did not, not like, like it, it at all. I thought yeah. it sucked. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Um, now when was the first time that you saw this movie? Because I I know you love it, but w- when was the first time you saw it? I don't remember the first, the, the first time I saw the first one, but I remember I have a very, 
I have an early memory of watching some Friday the 13th movie with my parents and my sister. Mm. And I was scared out of my wits. It was maybe, yeah. it, was a, it was maybe Friday the 13th part four or something. Okay. And the movie ended and I was so scared. I was like nine years old. I, I've told this story before. I went, I had to go to the bathroom and I was like, I'm not going to the bathroom because I'm too scared. And then I went to the bathroom because <laughs> my dad was so, uh, he was a dick about it. Yeah, <laughs> like, of course. I was like, just go to the bathroom. You're being, you know, fucking stupid. And I was like, well, you know, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like nine or something. And so I go to the bathroom and like, I come out of the bathroom after having peed, you know, right. I'm like, uh, just barely what, squeezed it out of there. Just barely got it out of the dick. <laughs> what do I fucking, what do I see when I open the door is my dad scared the shit out of me. It's such, <laughs> it's such a rude fucking thing to do. And I knew he was going to do it. <laughs> And it's like, <laughs> yeah, don't do that to me, bro. It's not good. We, I tell my kids not to scare, not let's not try to scare each other in the house because somebody's going to get hurt because yeah. I tell them, I tell them, I'm like, you guys know I'm a black belt. Number one. So yeah. you try to scare me. Something's going to, I can't control <laughs> me. I'm, these are actually registered weapons. These okay. Are, yeah. I, I tell this to my back. kids. I'll take it there. There's a hair trigger on these motherfuckers. You gotta have a license to wield these these uh these these hands. Yeah, yeah. You saw me cooking dinner over there. It looked really nice, didn't it? Yeah. Well, that's not all they can do. They can also kind of just like like take playfully. A man, like, you ever seen a man slap. taken apart piece by piece? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I did. I didn't like. I didn't like Friday the Thirteenth. Um, I. It, it's look. It can't. Watching it now for the first time, it can't possibly be good. You have to appreciate it for what it was. Yeah, there's a certain appreciation. Forty years ago, the whatever nostalgia yeah. factor, or whatever. Yeah, so, you know. But, but I mean, and, and I'm I'll spoil the movie here. If you if you're like me and you haven't seen it, skip ahead a minute or two. The fact that it is a woman, just like a normal woman, not even especially athletic lady, um, maybe like, maybe like in her fifties or something at this point, chopping up all of these people, I think is a little bit. And then yeah. there's like the the fight scene between her and another gal, and it just doesn't. There just it just doesn't do a lot for me in the scary. To, like if if it's yeah, Jason, women, can, women can't be serial killers. Jesse Farrar, twenty twenty one. Mark it down, folks. No, well, they're not gonna get my ass. I can tell you that much right now. <laughs> These things right here are registered weapons. <laughs> <laughs> she just she just looks like somebody's aunt. Yeah, that, she's, and she's like slicing she's people up. Kind of not, but but it's you know. It's cool. How did she? How did she hang that guy from the uh, rafters or whatever when he falls down and she's in the she's running away or whatever? How did she do that? <laughs> she doesn't have superpowers. the The guy later is yeah. undead, right? But she's just completely, like a normal gal, completely invincible. <laughs> yeah, later on, but he's it's in the first one. It's just his mom, you know. Yeah, just she's somebody's kinda, mom. Kind of cool. I wish my mom would, <laughs> you know, do that. Wish my mom would get off her ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I did think, you know, in like going into the the first person to obscure the killer, also I thought is something that would never really work today. Um, and maybe for the time that felt like really novel and cool, but it just seems so janky to yeah for the for the person having to act with the camera right here being like, oh no, don't slice my throat really slow. <laughs> You know, it's, it just doesn't doesn't hit for well, me. Well, I but, think 
Well, I mean, it's okay to have bad opinions. Uh, people have them all the time, every day. That's right. It's actually my job to have them, so <laughs> I will continue having it's your them. Fucking, it's your right. Um, but I did think Strip Monopoly was a funny idea. I thought that was funny. The counselors <laughs> are... There's a, there's a scene where the counselors are playing a board game, and they say, let's play Monopoly. Number one, insane choice. Um, yeah. Get, get the weed... Though. Get the weed and the Budweiser's in the tiny bottles, and let's play Monopoly. And everyone else is like, "What?" <laughs> um, but then, but then to make it strip Monopoly on on top of that, which I'm I was trying to work out the whole time, like how do you how do you know when to take off clothes in the strip Monopoly? You know, you lose. What do you play until you lose money, and then you lose? I don't clothes? know. That's got to be the longest. Your boner's going to go down, but yeah. I'm not, I'm, you know what? I'm not even fucking horny landing on Park Place. I'm not even horny anymore. Fuck this. Bored, you know? <laughs> Come kill me. Come on. It's Come dumb. on. Please leave me in the fucking bunk bed or. But, oh man, Kevin Bacon really Kevin gets it. Ba- did, yeah, did you like that? You got it right there. That was, that was pretty cool. That. Although I will say that the way that they shot it makes it clear that no human could possibly pull off. Because the hand, yeah, the hand, the hand is on his head, <laughs> and the arrow is coming up from underneath. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> I mean, unless it had the, the the wingspan of like minute ball, like there's no <laughs> way you could fucking, fucking <laughs> Slenderman arms, bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. But. It doesn't really make a lot of sense, but it is funny. Um, so, anyways, Friday the Thirteenth, uh, not for me. Uh, but the sequel, Saturday the Fourteenth, that's a real. I mean, they could have done is that. A re- that is a real movie, yeah. Is it? It's like a spoof. Yeah. Okay, did I make <laughs> it? Uh, was I sleepwalking and made this movie? And is it really, really good, probably? No, it's ba- it's really bad, I think. Okay. Who's in that? Uh, Jeffrey Tambor is in that. Whoa! You know him? Yeah. yeah. After his uh, family moves to a new house, a young boy discovers a mystery, a mysterious book. That details a curse hanging over the date of Saturday the 14th. Opening the book releases a band of monsters. Hey, I'd like to like to hire those guys. Perform at, uh, you know, whatever. The Halloween party, probably. <laughs> and the family must join together to save themselves in their neighborhood. It's like that other film, uh, Monsters, Monsters, Inc. With that little guy. <laughs> <laughs> the little guy. Uh, that sounds good. I'm glad I invented it. Um, <laughs> so that was my week. You, uh, we have like five seconds for you to say something about your week. Oh man, I picked a uh, tomato out of my garden, and it was normal size. Time for an update on an old Kickstarter, Mike. We don't have time to talk about your tiny tomato as much as you'd fucking <laughs> love to. You're perverted for your tiny tomato. It's so small. It looks like shit. Um. Mike, let's do a quick, can we go back and let's take a look at the What the Fund poll uh, from this past week. If you are a Squeeze Louise member on the YKS Patreon page, don't forget that you have access to vote in the What the Fund polls. We need your vote to get over there and tell us what it is you want us to, uh, I won't say buy because that implies Kickstarter is a store. It's not, of course. What do you want us to pledge to? What campaign should we support? Um, and right now, Mike, you'll be pleased to know that the through loop jacket has a decent lead over the, the other competitors from last week's uh, premium episode. Oh, hell yeah. We're so, going to look like Kung Fu masters. 
I think we're going to look pretty fucking cool. I'm actually really excited about the jacket. Um, and this would be a good, this would be a good place to cut this and then put it up next to, and looks like in a, in a shocking decision, the weird, uh, Apple <laughs> calendar has won the, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Me looking at the little calendar that says when yeah. Excel came out for Mac OS or whatever. So, um, that could definitely be the case, but right now the through loop jacket is in the lead. I'm very excited about this. I'm, I'm excited about the buttons deflecting, uh, st- what was it? They, de- the buttons any, deflect any attack, I think. any attack. Yeah. Um, Up to, what is cool. it? What caliber is it? <laughs> what caliber does it stop? <laughs> it doesn't say. Maybe up. To, I mean, maybe that's part of what we do uh, when we get the jackets. Is we just sort of try and <laughs> see what happens. Out in the backyard and just like, <laughs> shoot, a, shoot an arrow at my chest. <laughs> cool. That was the other part of Friday the Thirteenth. Is the one lady died because she was like, I heard something out there in the old archery range, and uh, and then. <laughs> And then stands in front of the target for what I yeah. would describe as a suspiciously long amount of time. There's a, what is it? There's a scene in something, I forget what it is. I think it's Army of Darkness 2 or something where the camera follows, uh, follows like a, fuck, I forget what it is, but it follows like the person running away or whatever. And the dude mm-hmm. like runs directly into a tree and it's like, he would have <laughs> just run into a tree anyway, but he got right. like impaled by whatever it was. I forget. Oh, so good. <laughs> the logic behind it. I haven't seen those either. Are those meant to be funny or scary? Both, Jeff. No, you're gonna away. be you're gonna be you know so scared, but you're gonna be having a great time. The only movie I've ever seen pull that off is probably Jim Carrey in the Number Twenty Three, where it was both <laughs> scary as hell, but also funny because it's fucking funny. Jim Carrey. It's yeah, like it's oh my god, liar, liar. He's up there going the number the number twenty three. Let me tell you comes, about the number comes after the, comes after twenty two, and you know I'm telling the truth. <laughs> <laughs> order order it's another divorce <laughs> um the kickstarter we want to update you on though gang is grumpy cat bricks grumpy cat bricks oh man remember this um this was from way 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 back uh episode 184 january 16th 2021 yeah 10 days after the you know what where were you uh um uh seriously mike do you have an alibi for that just kidding <laughs> Um, <laughs> at the time, this one had $13,761. It ended with $17,637, experiencing a small YKS bump. And this was the, uh, Grumpy Cat, um, Lego. They're called bricks, but are the characters called bricks as well? I wouldn't call those bricks. They're just little, they're, I mean, they're little guys, right? They're little guys, Jeff. These look like, hold on. Yeah, these look like little guys. Confirmed. We've confirmed that these look like little guys, and they also do, I guess, kind of look like Grumpy Cat. So, what they were trying to do is get, I mean, the body is the same. Like, you've probably, um, you know what, what really made it click for me, if you will, click. Love it. Click. Um, yep. Is uh, seeing the, the Lego Star Wars, Lego Harry Potter video games and stuff as my kids play them. Just looking at them going like, oh, you can make anything look like a Lego because the bottom 90% of the Lego is the same yeah. thing. It's like the weird little hips. Yeah, legs and stuff. And the, it has to be the same. So, of course, anything can look like a Lego, even a cat, I guess. The <laughs> the hands aren't very a, good, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's just a different paint job. But yeah, I got a tail on it, you know? 
And and why was this something that needed to be done in January of 2021? That's what I don't I don't really yeah. understand because <laughs> I don't even think this is by the people who owned the cat. Yeah. And it's like right? doubly it's doubly cruel because the cat died a while ago. Didn't the it? cat died in 2019. The cat died and before it died the owners were I mean basically just keeping it alive on the blood of children the, the adrenochrome of children jf it's in these podesta emails oh yeah i've read those yeah i've been reading about <laughs> disgusting <laughs> i've been i've been reading about those and actually getting pretty <laughs> excited about some of the new products they're coming out with um grumpy cat real grumpy cat is still on twitter 1.5 million followers still updating oh, um grumpy cat does have a funko pop um and you can buy it, I guess, at Hot Topic, which is what a gold, what a gold mine. Um, July fourth, they posted a picture of Grumpy Cat in front of a, an American flag. Um, so people still interacting with this account as if the cat is alive. Are they? Are they replying to it and stuff? That rocks. That's yes, that's right. Grumpy Cat had a uh, an NFT back in April, actually. Cool. Um, it's Grumpy Cat like staring at the moon or whatever. And it went for, let's see, how much did they pay for this? 1.1 Ethereum, I guess, which is about $2,300. <laughs> cool. Um, so that's kind of cool. Grumpy Cat. Wow, they're still posting. Today's my birthday. Grumpy Cat. Mm, aren't you dead? Maybe. Aren't you dead? You're dead, right? <laughs> who's, who's posting this? Going Natasha Leone. Conspiracy mode. Natasha Leone has the same birthday as Grumpy Cat, although Natasha Leone is still alive and Grumpy Cat has passed away after just seven years of being a marketable product on Earth. Um, <laughs> sad. So uh, this was by Crazy Bricks. Crazy Bricks. They which had to it, have been it, like when the when it died. It, they had to have been like, should we stuff it and <laughs> go around and show it? Off? What should we? Yeah, what I mean, where <laughs> what what did they do? I mean, do you think when they brought it in, the the vet was like, "Oh, yeah, I remember this little guy <laughs> kicking into a fucking hole." <laughs> they probably fucking put it in like a did something weird and like cremated it and put it in an amulet. Yeah, it's like in a mausoleum somewhere. Yeah, yeah, this is just a just a just a perverse situation here altogether. Um. Let's see, you could unlock a different shape of Grumpy Cat. You could also unlock Pokey, which I guess is maybe the other cat of the people who have Grumpy Cat. I think that's Grumpy Cat's cousin. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so you could get Grumpy Cat's cousin if they unlocked a certain... <laughs> and I guess they did, probably, so... Anyway. The update on this one is basically um, all the shit got fucked up. I mean, just like everything else, everything got fucked up. But the, a re here's a recent update from June, and it says here, we're happy to announce that all the cat test shots have been approved. So, Mike, look at, are you seeing this photo right now on your I'm screen? I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it. So this is what Grumpy Cat would look like if it was like a... Total it blank. Like, it's a total it blank. A blank. Yeah, just nothing. Absolutely nothing. So that's kind of a that's great... cool. Good I mean, news, yay, says Mary. Yay, how <laughs> exciting, says Harmony. These guys are fucking pumped, dude. They cannot fucking wait for this shit. That's just, uh... <laughs> I don't know. That's a big bummer to me. 
Um, back in May, it says they uh, the tool had the 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 tooling is what it's called um, when they squirt plastic into another piece of plastic to get some more plastic shit out. And it says, unfortunately, the tool had a minor setback when one of the mold cavities that were being made. Oh, Mike, are you going back to the dentist? <laughs> mold cavities. <laughs> How long ago did you? <laughs> See that and think that in the back of your head. It's just waiting with anticipation until he fucking... Split second, yes. dude. All improv. I'm, I'm like Jim Carrey on this shit. So the factory basically fucked up, and then that means that Grumpy Cat is going to be late. But of course, it's worth waiting for, and also, who cares? The cat's been dead for two years, so what do you... What's the rush on this thing, you know? Um, But it's something... You know what? Something to look forward to in this day of age. It's like, I don't even know how much there is yeah. to look forward to anymore. Yeah. Just the Grumpy Cat Legos, <laughs> the new episodes of YKS every Monday and Friday. And what else you got? Nothing. You got That's nobody all I got else. in this world. Yeah, I got nothing else. Huh. So. I got Jim Carrey, I guess. Um, That's it for the update on the old Kickstarter, Mike. And we want to do six brand new Kickstarters, which we may update you on in a future episode. But first, it's time to take a quick break. We'll be right back with more YKS right after this. My today's episode of YKS sponsored by BetterHelp. Okay, gang, you know the drill with BetterHelp. I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. I want you to be honest with me, okay? And you can say it to yourself, or you can just you can just mouth it quietly, or you can just think about it in your own head, okay? Number one. Question number one: There's a turtle on its back. What do you do from, yeah, with Blade Runner? Yeah, from Blade Runner. Uh. No, but it's really close That's to what the, the question, question is. Um, actually, the fact that I can't remember the question, does that indicate anything about my... Question number two, you see a guy, and he's, you know the type of guy he is. Are you scared? Do you, what do you feel about him? Oh, no. Left oh. 10 seconds. <laughs> Better help. <laughs> what interferes with your happiness is actually one of the questions. Another one. Is something preventing you from achieving your goals? Perhaps it's the fact that you are an unwitting automaton uh, in in the distant future. Not not too distant future, though. I believe. <laughs> I don't that know. Would be, I would suck, I actually huh? don't know if it would suck or not. Um, maybe we'll find out someday. BetterHelp will assess your <laughs> needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist, uh, as well as uploading your consciousness to an aluminum body, uh, which could be kind of interesting to check out as well. You can connect in a safe and private online environment. It's so convenient, and you can start communicating in under 24 parsecs. I mean, hours. There I go again. Okay. Wrong. Mike, it's not self-help. It's professional counseling. You can send a message to your counselor anytime. In fact, sometimes they'll appear before you uh, in your own home as if uh, projected by a hologram technology that has not yet been invented. Kind of cool, right? Are you think, were you thinking of the force or no. something and then you just pivoted or something no. to that? It kind of what's feels the, like Wait, what's were. the force? Question number three, what is the force? Do you remember? <laughs> um, asking George Lucas that and he's going like, oh, uh, I think it's like, is it like the it's like, is it, is it one of the guys on there? <laughs> oh boy. All without ever having to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. Yeah. Sometimes you're sitting in one of those uncomfortable uh, waiting rooms and it's, uh, it's like, uh, it's like. You're looking around and you're looking around. Everybody's drinking the blue milk. It's like, where are you I getting just got the, the blue bre- milk I got from? normal. What the hell? You know? Um, 
they look yeah and they all and they all look <laughs> like i mean seriously <laughs> like you don't even <laughs> uh it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available so you could uh maybe it only costs you a couple of credits to get better help in the future Slow. Oh, I was, the, yeah. the service is available for clients <laughs> galaxy wide. Okay. And there's a broad range of expertise available, which may or may not be locally available in many areas, such as if you are on the dreaded, uh, uh, the sky of hum of sky of hum and villainy, hum, hive of scum, hive of scum and villainy. Wow. Oh boy. Anything you share is confidential, convenient, professional. Skive or affordable and affordable. Skive. Uh, check out the testimonials Sky. posted daily on their site. This is not a crisis line. This is not the crisis line you're looking for. In fact, so many people, yeah. In fact, so many people and droids yeah. have been using BetterHelp <laughs> that they're recruiting additional um, uh, it's counselors. But what would be something that we could say for this instead? Additional counselors. Uh, I know, you but know, they both are in the future, or, I whatever, think. Whatever, the beginning of it. <laughs> They're not. Uh, okay. uh, Stormtroopers, I guess. That's the best thing I can think of right now. We'll come back to it later if we think of something funny. I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash YKS. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash YKS. Today's show also sponsored by Honey. We all shop online, or hell, if you're in New York, you might wait online. Uh, looking for a notification. Yeah, okay, Mike got it. All right. Mike liked that a lot. Okay, perfect. Uh, and we've all seen that promo code field taunt us at checkout. I actually can't repeat some of the things that the promo code said to me at checkout, gang. But thanks to Honey. We're not, yeah, we're not on speaking terms. <laughs> <laughs> the, the promo code field and I have gone our separate ways at long last. But thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past, okay? Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. Think of Honey. This is this is me talking now. Think of Honey as the as basically the Sherlock Holmes of coupon uh, coupon of of browser extensions. Does that make mm. sense? Yeah, it does. Makes total sense. I also think Honey can say. I think Sherlock Holmes is a public domain character. I think Honey <laughs> could just start <laughs> saying this. Put them in there. Put them in your ads or something. He's searching for the. Best deal. Oh, by Jove, I think I've found it. Yeah. Time for a spot of tea. And I'm, uh, I'll be Watson. I'll be Watson as well. Yeah. Uh, hey, did you get those promo codes? They were in this book. <laughs> in the chest of drawers. That's perfect. You just have an American accent, though. Yeah, I'm an American guy named Holmes. It's different. It's a different guy. Yeah. Sometimes okay. you have to change the work, even if it's public domain. Honey supports <laughs> over 30,000 stores online. They range from sites that have tech and gaming products to popular fashion brands and even food delivery. I bet if Sherlock Holmes knew that he was getting food delivered, he would say, like, what? Or what would he, what would yeah. he, what would he say? Probably say, um, oh, my God. Uh, uh, I can't believe uh, I can't do the voice again. Yeah. I lost it. I completely lost it. Yeah. You really had a good handle on it, I felt like, for a second. <laughs> um, let's play Pretend. Would you like to play a game? 
Imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite sites, okay? Don't tell me the site. Just imagine it. <laughs> when you check out, the honey button drops down, and all you have to do is click apply coupons. Wait a few seconds, not minutes, seconds, relax, be patient, okay? <laughs> As Honey searches for coupons it can find for that site. If Honey finds a working coupon, you'll watch the prices drop. And if they don't find a working coupon... <laughs> <laughs> you know, I like the saw guy. Um, yeah. Now, let me tell you what. I've used honey. I've used it to great uh, acclaim. That's not the right word. People were celebrating my use of, of honey. People said it was maybe some of the best coupon, some of the maybe the best shopping anyone's ever done with a coupon. So, oh, yeah. You know, grown men were coming up to me and saying, <laughs> you know, they were crying. They have this me down their face. Big, strong men. Never were seen saying. anything like it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, I went to go buy a book and honey, honey popped up and said, Hey man, I'm gonna be straight with you. Just so you know, you could pay full price for this. If you're an idiot. Um, on the other hand, you could save 10% right now, a couple of bucks. Um, you know, is it a million dollars? No, but that's, <laughs> you know, two bucks back in your pocket. And, yeah. and I said, honey, you and I, we, we have, well, we have a deal basically. I think, I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. <laughs> Hey, that's nice. Two bucks on a book and a new friend. So that's what I like about Honey. And 17 million members also have a lot to like about Honey Gang because they have saved over $2 billion. That's a lot of smackaroos. Um, if you don't already have Honey, though, you could be straight up missing out on freeze savings. Oh, I guess you're uh, I guess you're a Rockefeller. You can afford not to save money on uh, everyday goods and gifts for uh, your family and friends. Cool. Yeah, that's cool, man. Enjoy the enjoy the oil, the oil the oil. Uh, I hope your uh, you know wealth brings you happiness, but yeah. money doesn't buy happiness. So I'm not sure if you knew that. Yeah, probably doesn't know that. Um, it's literally free and installs in just a few seconds. Again, not even minutes. We're talking seconds. Okay, how many of those do we get in a day? Most of them are worthless. Use a couple of them to install honey, I say. <laughs> By getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this podcast. I'd never recommend something I don't use. I'm serious. Get honey for free at joinhoney.com slash YKS. That's joinhoney.com slash YKS. Sherlock Holmes approved, as long as that's uh, definitely a public domain character, and we'll look it up afterwards. <laughs> Six-pack time. Mike, it's time for the six-pack. we got six Kickstarters here. Why don't we just run through them and give our off-the-dome thoughts whether or not we have done all the research required <laughs> to speak on them in an intelligent way. All right, go ahead, Jeff. What's the first oh. one you got? Okay, I'll go first. <laughs> uh, Mike, the first one I want to talk to you about is called the Tool Ring. That's right, gang. Mike finally got a ring. Oh! Okay, why don't I go first? Instead of you. <laughs> You're a tool. Um, if all the children are done, the adult <laughs> the adults would like to continue this show. <laughs> The tool ring, Mike, this is made of titanium. Okay, it's an extension of you. It's a wearable multi-tool pin, knife, and flashlight 
with you always. Now, this is um, it is what it sounds like. This is um, this is a ring you might put on your finger. You might put on like a cool uh, wedding ring. You might put on like a ring that shows you're in a secret club. You might wear a Super Bowl ring. Let's go Bucks. Um, you can put anything you want on there. Why not make it something useful like a I don't know a tool ring. Um, <laughs> that's cool. This is pretty cool, and it has a great look to it as well, as you can see here in this photograph of what looks to be Chris Angel wearing it. Um, <laughs> he's got sort of the, because it's like a stainless steel look, and then pinched in between, there's like little knobs in here, right? Yeah, it's, little little slots for you to slide in the head of a, a screwdriver. Yeah, know? like a little drill bit to sit yeah. inside the, I mean, how how comfortable would that be? That'd drill, be awesome. Drill bit, drill bit. Hmm. Yeah. Drill bit, drill bit. <laughs> drill bit oh okay drill bit taylor is that when owen wilson got drafted into the skeleton war ah is that the movie good. where that happened yeah that's good that's hope good. you like that drill you piece of shit um <laughs> this is this is a ring and you can put the screwdriver on there you can put a flashlight on there okay um what i'm not clear on is what happens to the little tools when you're not using them are you meant to wear it all the time or uh, did they pop off and go into like a little carrying case yeah they go in the tool tote it's a <laughs> huge canvas bag okay rattling around in there um this is look at look at the way that you're meant to wear the ring that has two bits on them so you you're able to fold your ring or your pointer finger down and then the two bits are surrounding like the width of your finger almost. This looks like the most uncomfortable thing I've ever seen that you could put on your hand. Yeah, and you gotta admit, I mean, turning the thing, it's gotta It's fucking it so small. Maybe, you know? Why would that ever come in handy? <laughs> if you need a Phillips head screwdriver that often, go to the It's like your job. Place, you know, go to the tool yeah. cabinet, you know, where it, people keep things. If you're at work, you have a tool bag with the tools in it. If you were at home, go to your junk drawer like everyone else. What are you, you don't need the, what are you doing that you would need this? Uh, would cool. you ever look down at your ring and go, oh, thank God, I put the flathead on here today. That means I can easily open well, up the light carry, switch you cover. You'd carry the tool tote, like I said. I'd carry the tool tote, yeah, you're right. I mean, I would. <laughs> Some people don't. And I don't understand. Imagine having a knife, pen, and flashlight with you where anywhere uh, and everywhere. These specially designed bits pair seamlessly with tool ring. You'll feel like James Bond. Remember when James Bond had a ring that had a very small Phillips head screwdriver on the end of it, and he was able to open up uh, oh, uh, O-Duels. <laughs> <laughs> this is absolutely bizarre to me. Let's check out the video. Oh, yeah, there's a fucking knife one as well. That's cool. That's something I want on my hand. You think I'm Wolverine or something? Mike? I feel like this would... I was watching the video. I feel like you just, uh, you're just you going to break your finger if you use this. Absolutely. <laughs> do you think I'm Wolverine? Do I think you're Wolverine? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I've told you that before. That's fucking cool. <laughs> Thank you, bro. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can pop the lid off a bottle. You can, I mean, you can do anything else you can do with fingers. I mean, this is 
oh, are the other tools meant to go on a key ring that goes on your keys? Mm. So now you've just got not so stupid now, huh? I mean, you're turning into you're turning into Batman. <laughs> you're not turning into James Bond. You're turning into Batman with your little <laughs> fucking utility belt full of tiny drill bits and stuff. Tiny that dr- is uh, drill bits. Yeah. Yeah. What? Oh. Um, I'm drafted into the skeleton war. <laughs> 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 oh no! Um, hey, for more of that, check one. out YKS Premium. You know he 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 actually did the he actually did the bit on the show on YKS Premium. It was very funny. <laughs> he did he did the whole bit. He did the skit. He did everything. Um, this is uh, yeah, this is great, Mike. It's it's definitely a European thing. They're always coming out with crazy stuff like this. It's an everyday carry product. It seemed like there was a while where you were almost going to get into everyday carry, but you didn't ultimately in the end. And and why was that? Was it laziness? You talking about me? Yeah, was I supposed to get into that? I think you were what about to get that? into everyday carry. Yeah, you were. Kind of, you would always you would text me at like seven a.m. and you'd be like, "Here's what I'm thinking about carrying today." It'd be like a wallet and like a whip and like, yeah, and you'd be like, oh, "I guess that's fine. I don't know." <laughs> do, you, do you think I'll need looks, the whip? Yeah, of course. K K looks good. <laughs> K. <laughs> Uh, fourteen thousand five hundred eighty-four dollars of ninety-seven fifty, one hundred and forty-seven backers, thirty-seven days to go. This thing has made its money and then some, with a lot of runway left. Um, you can pledge thirty-five bucks, get one tool ring. Forty-five bucks, you get one tool ring and any one bit. Which it seems like you're getting the tool ring without a bit. You know, I don't know what your no, I don't know what the situation is there where you would get the tool ring and not get all of the bits along with it. I don't know. It seems like if you're going to do this yeah. at all, you need the knife, the flashlight, the pen. That's you know, it'll really change your getting, life. That's part of the appeal of getting something. It's like a multi-tool, right? It does uh-huh. all these different things. Why would you? I mean, it's, it is equivalent to buying a Swiss army knife that says, okay, now for $5 more, you get to add the blade function. To <laughs> yeah. <the knife." laughs> like, well, I don't I think I'll just get something else. Um, and just imagine how much ink is in the tiny little pen as well. Yeah, it's like we're talking like what a couple of grains of rice stacked on top of each other, probably. Which looks like a good way to measure stuff. That's um, I mean, yeah, two rice grains high. Yeah. God damn! Do you remember when you were that little? <laughs> oh, we can never go back, Mike. As much as I'd love to. That is the tool ring, uh, Mike. Do you want to go now? Yeah, you want me to do another one, or what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> I'll do one, bro. What is your problem today? You're so weird. Okay. I know. So I'm being weird. weird. I'm sorry. You're I'm being, being weird. weird. I'm being weird. I got yeah. into sugar earlier. I'm hyper. I have one called uh, Anime Tube. This is one. It's been lighting up the switchboard, the YKS switchboard. People say, you got to cover this Anime Tube. You got right. you know, to uh, in- investigate these guys. You guys got to look into this. There's something what screwy you- going on. You got to take them down is basically the refrain I heard. You got to take these guys down. Um, I want these guys. I want these guys' names, where they live. I want. I want it all. Yeah. People were saying to us. Yeah. Well, they wanted blood. And uh, we we're happy to oblige because we did some investigative research <laughs> on this one, JF. <laughs> yeah, we did some investigative research, including opening the emails that we got sent. Uh, d- uh, thanks to everybody yeah. who sent this in. Jamie, Dave, uh, a lot of others. Uh, Dave's email, I thought, was particularly good here. Kind of basically did all the work for us. Um, I don't know if you wanted to read it, Mike. Or I don't I have it up. What are you talking about? I don't have oh, this. I put it, I put it, oh, I'm sorry. Do you not know what an <laughs> asterisk means? Did you see the asterisk? <laughs> did you put a very small asterisk on something and then expect me to read it? No. I, I put, love that. 
I put two asterisks next to each other, and I thought maybe that would you you, you know like a footnote. Okay, well, you should make the asterisk bigger. It's only at eleven right now. I'm gonna bump that up to at least sixteen. If you want me to see that, okay, you're gonna need to bump that up. Well, while you're in there, maybe you could change the background and font defaults to something a little <laughs> harder to read. Because right now, I, I almost worry it's it's possible to actually read the document still. No, 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 no. Seriously, seriously. All right. Seriously. Ryan says. Ryan says. Uh, one no, of the and things- it's and it's it's Dave, by the way. So you didn't follow the asterisk oh, okay. all the way down. You're actually looking at a different email. You got to follow. You got asterisk goes all the way down the page. You got to find you the really other asterisk and a, pair it up. You really did put two more asterisks, and these ones this are is real. eleven down here. You're going to need to bump those up. Okay. I italicized it, so I thought maybe you'd be able to. <laughs> hey, Mike and JF, long-time listener, first-time writer. Also loving the new video apps. Thank you. Those are my ideas. I wanted to bring <laughs> to your attention to AnimeTube, a Kickstarter that raised 150000 in 24 hours during its launch. Helped by the fact that it was a project we love, Kickstarter seal of approval, only to immediately meet with condemnation from the entire industry and Kickstarter just suspended their funding a few hours ago. You see this? Now this, Have you read this about is an this? interesting, yes, this is an interesting point because if you don't know the projects we love tag on Kickstarter is equivalent to uh, manager's cho- choice or whatever at the video store. Right. Um, and the only thing it's useful for is to uh, click it off when you are looking for bad Kickstarters because otherwise, yeah, you'll get the ones that they say are good. But in this case, this one is the one that they said was good. It got the seal of approval, and yet it was really quite bad. Now, isn't that interesting? <laughs> it wasn't good, but basically the idea was this guy wanted to uh, make like an anime streaming service using like all this anime and stuff. There wasn't, of course, he didn't have a license for it or whatever. He's just like some guy, you know, with uh like, I don't know what the fuck he's doing. Obviously, this would never work in a million, million years. They want to uh, launch a streaming service because the other streaming services suck. For anime, that part is true. This is not me saying this. Uh, this is, is, is that Dave. true, though, that the, other, that the other things do? I actually, Dave seems like he knows. I actually don't know whether the other services. It seems like you can get whatever you want. Is that not true? I don't know. What is there? There's Crunchyroll. Dan, you yeah. Know? You familiar? I think there's the only ones I know of are Crunchyroll, and I think there's a Funimation one. Uh huh. I don't know if they're good what, or bad or. What What could the problem be? Could it be like they don't have they have uh they have dubs not subs? Could that maybe be one? That's a problem. <laughs> Is that a problem you might have? I guess so. So they're saying that the the they're all bad. So they're saying there are too many of them. Their answer is to launch a streaming service that has. Uh, all of these streaming service shows in one place, and it's also free. So just totally delusional. It's one of these guys, you know? One of these guys that, that yeah, either doesn't know what's going on or is just like it Refuses attaching. to, I mean, I love yeah. the type of guy, you know, refuses to admit they're wrong. Very funny and interesting. Heels dug yeah. in, so, I mean, you gotta love that. Yeah, so... I, I guess I don't actually understand what it what what was purported to be taking place here. So they said that they were in talks with a lot of different, I guess you would say, like uh, companies, like production companies, to license the anime. The problem, I th- I mean, 
there are lots of problems here, but one of the problems I think would be that maybe it's a lot of the anime that people are interested in watching would be exclusive to one service or another just by virtue of the contract they've signed. I mean, you're not going to yeah, see... Of course. It's like any other streaming service, yeah. It's just... It's, it's not different, right? Like, you can't get multiple stuff. When one leaves one and goes to another, it's like a bunch of fans get mad because they have to buy a new subscription to a different... I mean, why Why would this Why would this even pass the sniff test, Mike? Yeah, this is... <laughs> I mean, it doesn't. But it's, again, it's a guy who's just, like, thinks he's right. And he, he can't he can't admit he's wrong. So he's like saying, this guy says <laughs> he put out a list of titles we're in discussions with studios, which is basically an Excel sheet from Wikipedia of every anime ever made by anyone. The, oh. main, the main guy is responding to everyone with real cokehead big ideas energy. So he's just he's like a you know serial inventor guy on steroids or something. Just. <laughs> Very, very strange because it wasn't just that though. Um, they they want all the big stuff that you've you've heard of, um, and then you know millions of other smaller things. I guess they've even got a working app. I mean, it's 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 running on his own home network here. You can see, so he's got this little. <laughs> you can see the little gif of him going through on a tablet on a phone. What anime yeah. tube might look like? There there is also subscriptions available. Um, you get a hundred shows for ninety nine cents a month or nine ninety nine a year, which I don't know what it would. E- how how could it? That's not the way you price things. You don't price things based on the number of shows available. <laughs> how would you? I mean, you, I mean, it's really weird. But I guess I guess the dude just did an interview with Vice. He says we just we had just an interview. We just had an interview with Vice to put our point across. This is our press release for the time being. We will speak to more media outlets. As they come, we have responded to Kickstarter.com's suspension and made our case as to why the campaign will be reinstated and have offered to talk to them directly. I mean, you know, bizarre, but I, but I think the the thing that adds another layer to it is that it's also d- developing an AI. If you saw this part of it as well, because it's not just watching all of the anime that you want to watch, right? And searching for it and <laughs> setting up a queue and all this stuff. It's also anime chat. So you've got this chat overlaid, the anime, like basically how Amazon has the prime video watch parties. Um, you can do that on Twitch, right? And all yeah. that took was like the world's biggest company assimilating two, three, four other companies all under one umbrella. Uh, charging for it, and then it's still not working a lot of the time uh, and not being that popular either as well. Um, But this guy is going to do it on his own, which is kind of a cool way to go after it. But you can go on there and talk with everybody as you're watching anime together, and you can interact with the AI virtual assistant Amy Chan. And she is cool. Um, (laughs) And she's hot, but that's not really like the main... That's not really the point. It doesn't matter that she's hot, but she is smoking hot. She's got full knowledge of the whole library. It's a totally original character. Um, doesn't have her measurements here, although I'm sure we could scrounge those up. They probably wrote those down um, in a document somewhere. She's going to help you find additional content on the anime service. Um, she'll build the queue for you. You can also ask her a question about anime shows, movies, or even news about the industry. Um, and she'll give you the answer. So basically you could maybe say... Uh, Amy Chan, I just wondered if you had any news on the Kickstarter that was recently canceled for being like a gross violation of, of, of several uh, yeah. laws. 
<laughs> and she would she would say, "I'm not sure. I I, I don't have. I, I can't access. Wasn't that programmed to do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, higher clearance required. You can't. You know. So you can connect and converse with the users, and it's also got their 3D rendering Amy Chan as well. So the stretch goal is they want her to come out of the 2D space, which we all know and love, and put her into the 3D space, or as I call it, the meat space. And she'll kind of do these weird, like, responses to, you know, you can maybe ask her the same question. Maybe she'll dance around. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, Dan, that's the loudest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> We're going to need a massage on that loudness. Um, yeah, I got it. But that was, her, that was basically her flipping a sword around and winking at you uh, in 3D. So that's basically all that you're, uh, that's what you're working for if you're this, this company here. And it says risks and challenges. Well, uh, none. Just kidding. Basically um, none. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess there are a few, but it says, um, let's see, they are, their competitors have been around for several years and have licensing rights to a significant number of anime shows and movies. That's good to know. <laughs> However, we are being assisted by Hiro Nori, a highly successful Japanese business developer, and together we have a great strategy for obta quickly obtaining licensing rights. They're going, they're going to the uh, the people who created it, not the not the distributors or the companies who right own the distribution rights or something. They're going to the creators of the anime shows. Yeah, straight story. to straight to where you need to go. The guy who drew it. Uh, hey, do you mind if we put this on our... Uh... I don't give a shit. I got paid for that. Like, <laughs> it was like a million years ago. <laughs> so, Anime Tube doesn't seem like it's going well. You could have pledged at one point 15 bucks and got two years of free subscription. Um, and it did raise, you know, quite a bit of money, Mike. It raised $101,000 of $50,000. Um, 938 backers got uh, hooked on this uh, and then it was suspended a day ago so remains to be seen what comes of anime tube um they say they're still working with kickstarter so you know uh buddy boy 28 in the comments section says well it's false mass reports causing it to be temporarily suspended yeah. haters are lining up with their guns to prevent anime tube from happening it's being handled <laughs> they are and they're also taking it out on twitter they're saying there's some some guys that are uh Shit talking Kickstarter, which hey, I thought that was our job. Hey, they said, uh, <laughs> they said, hey, Kickstarter, what the fuck is wrong with you? Did Crunchyroll slip you a fat envelope or something? Some of us would like more than one Ma mm -hmm. Bell animes, anime service. Yep. Hashtag monopoly. Crunchyroll um, is a monopoly. That makes sense. Yeah. Um. Oh, okay. More info here from Bunny Boy Twenty Eight. Don't lose hope. The problem is people are faking pledges to get into the Discord to get chat logs to sabotage the campaign. Please stay and have faith. It's suspended, not canceled. They're already in the process of talking with Kickstarter admins to show each rule they are following and that they are not breaking rules. All right. That could be good. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll have another... Uh internet service streaming service with all the every anime ever made ever. yeah and it looks cool and you can use it on your phone and there's a there's hot a, babe there yeah <laughs> she says it she says it's cool you like anime i actually so. i actually kind of like that i like when <laughs> i like when guys are little wormy guys and they watch anime it's cute to me no way that's what i am <laughs> what um is she talking about me 
<laughs> well, that's cool, Mike. Um, glad you got something you're finally into. Mike is the one who did the project. Um, <laughs> I've got one for you, Mike. It's called Potter Nerd. It's a South Park animated parody. No, it's not on Anime Tube yet. Okay, relax. Um, seriously, we're gonna produce. Relax. Yeah, uh, seriously, calm down. <laughs> I'm going to get the jar full of pennies if you can't calm down. <laughs> We're going to produce an animated Harry Potter parody series in the style of South Park with professional levels of production. And check out this little uh, sizzle reel. I'm going down south, I'm gonna have myself a well, you can't right. use the music. It's just the music from the show. You can't use the mu- same music. But instead of whatever happens in the original thing... This is happening at uh, whatever the thing is called where the train goes in <laughs> Harry Potter. Yeah. And the uh, there's not... Okay, instead of Kyle, Kenny, Stan, and Cartman, our friends, um, although I think Kenny died, um, it's Harry Potter. And he's wearing his Hogwarts uniform, even though he's not at the school yet, so that doesn't make sense. And he's standing there in front of the platform nine and three quarters where they have to run into the brick to get to the special train yes so also not sure that makes any sense because the hogwarts train (laughs) is there next to the regular train that's not how it works you go through the portal that you can only see if you believe in yourself yeah this shit's fucked dude so this thing's all fucked up but it's animated in the style of south park which i think everybody would agree is probably the best part of the show is the way that the show looks so that's the one thing (laughs) If you're going to ape something from South Park, it's got to be the aesthetic. <laughs> the shitty animes. <laughs> uh, we're raising money to make a Harry Potter-based South Park-style animated series for YouTube. This will be a parody series, so expect a lot of jokes and over-the-top character exaggerations. This project is for season one, ten episodes. I am a real nerd when it comes to Harry Potter, so you can expect the comedy and characters to be on point. Okay. I have an animator lined up and ready to go. You can see how good she is from the short mock-up she has made for the project. I'll admit it did look like South Park. So yeah, it was good. Whatever shockwave program they use to animate, this person also <laughs> has access to. Here's the old dude. <laughs> <laughs> now, she is expensive. We're talking around $50 to $60 a minute. And I looked at that, and I didn't... $50 to $60 a minute seems way too low if it's produced minute but 50 60 dollars a minute for just working on something seems way too high right so what is it do you know how that works i think it'd probably be per per minute produced probably i would assume 60 dollars for a minute of animated content she did six seconds there right how long did that take you're just putting you're what do you draw is she drawing or is she animating animating it Right? I don't know, but even if it's sixty dollars just for for I got okay. So I get what's the show? Yeah. Twenty two minutes. Yeah. So if it's if it's twenty two minutes and it costs sixty dollars a minute, I mean that's easy math right there. That's six hundred plus six hundred plus one twenty. That's thirteen hundred twenty dollars for a show. Yeah. Is a thousand dollars expensive to make an animated program? That seems not too expensive to me. I I don't know. Drawing something's hard. It is. And making it move around, too? Then you gotta erase it. Oh, yeah, so erasers in the budget, too. (laughs) I count. 
<laughs> it didn't account for a racing time also. So I don't know. Um, but then the let's see, you got voice actors, you got writers. Writers are twenty to twenty five an hour. Voice actors are twenty to thirty dollars per one hundred words. And then there's a composer scoring the episodes, and he'll do each episode for about fifty dollars. This seems like the cheapest show that you could ever possibly hope to produce. I I think I think this guy's got something on his hands. <laughs> now to scroll down to risks and challenges. Low overhead, yeah. <laughs> now. Harry Potter is trademarked. <laughs> we will admit, now we will admit. <laughs> um, we could claim fair use. However, I feel it better to change all the names, music, etc. Just so we are on the up and up. So it will. It won't actually be Harry Potter. They're going to yeah. change the names. So it'll be like uh yeah, Harvey Potter. Harvey Potter, you know. Harvey Potter, now, yeah. Now that would make people think of Harvey Weinstein, that old, that old lecherous pervert. You know, so maybe we yeah. change it to something else. Well, and plus he has all the rights to his name still. <laughs> so unless you want to bring him in on the deal, although he can make something happen, <laughs> he's probably still got some pull. Um, if we do get copyright strikes, we will argue these rigorously. This will hopefully not happen, as everything will be transformative. However. If this does happen, we are willing to monetize the videos and share revenue with the claimant. So that's cool. So you can kind of see the guys over at uh, Universal rubbing their hands together like, yes. <laughs> Finally, we get a cut of Harry Potter South Park. Um, one episode per month is probably all they're going to be able to imagine that uh, uh, that, that makes sense. Uh, it's going to take a long time to uh, rip off two separate properties at the same time. So you got to give it up for that. Um, and if you want early access to the episodes, which again is going to be on YouTube for free, so I don't know why you'd jump at this necessarily, but seven bucks. That's not okay. That's not bad, huh? Early that's access. Not, that's not bad. Seven bucks. Um, seventy bucks. They will write your idea into an episode. So pay them seventy dollars and give them the idea for the episode. You know, a lot of times people let you submit <laughs> ideas for episodes for free. Um, <laughs> or maybe five bucks a month or something. You could submit an idea for an episode. You know. Yeah, we should do uh, like a $9 tier where you could submit an idea to the show. Yeah, and that's a good idea. So and then sick. you can make it and maybe we'll air it or not. doesn't matter. You just whatever. do whatever you want. Just give us the 9 bucks. <laughs> uh, it's about $700. You can co-write an episode with him. More work. Um, and you can also appear in the episode and voice a special guest character as well. So, not a bad way to go. If you love South Park, you love Harry Potter, you love paying to do work, um, this could be a good way to go. One dollar right now of thirteen thousand nine hundred and seven dollars. One backer. Twenty five days to go. And this is over in the UK, Mike Edinburgh. Uh, you could go over there and help these guys out. That'd be cool, huh? I would love to go to Edinburgh. I've heard a lot of good things about it, JF. Especially, really? yeah, the shops over there have are some of the best I've heard. Mm -hmm. So. <laughs> Yeah, good stops. <laughs> um, that is Potter Nerd, Mike. What is the next one that you have, my friend? Okay, I have somebody called the V Zone JF, and I know what you're thinking. Don't get don't get your hard cock. Don't get your hard cock. The no, v -zone, hang on. Vagina zone. You, my cock's hard. Hang on. Wait a minute. My cock is hard. It's something different. It's the cyber okay. earphones that make you hyper focus elegantly designed earphones that can pick up your brain activity 
to analyze and enhance your focus levels during any task. You're so stupid. You thought footnote was the Ernest Hemingway thing about baby shoes. That was what I was thinking about for like the last yeah. hour. Yeah, I'm so stupid. I I thought of Ernest Hemingway, the writer guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's how stupid your ass is. <laughs> uh, let's wa- let's watch this. Okay. There are rare moments when everything just clicks. When your work becomes a passion. When time fades and it's only you and your task. But how can you stay focused in a world of distractions? Yep. Oh, boy. This familiar, anybody? (laughs) Introducing V-Zone. Earphones designed to help you stay hyper-focused with neurofeedback. The same brain training used by elite athletes and CEOs. V-Zone's ear smart sensing technology can pick up your brain waves <laughs> and heart rate to analyze your mental state in real time. Its AI-powered zone music player then creates customized focus music that combines neurofeedback. I mean, <laughs> what a crock of shit. <laughs> By the top athletes and CEOs. <laughs> wow. I think you could almost get a lot of people by saying, it's like noise canceling on steroids, right? Like it's this is noise canceling. St- can't say steroids in an ad. Okay, or maybe fine. you should the new ads in your fucking you know, face. It's like doing fucking heroin. Yeah, deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't like it? Don't buy our shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> new Tyson Nuggets. It's like chicken McNuggets on freaking crack. Yeah, you could do this. Those nuggets like, on crack like would chicken, be really good. It's like a chicken jacked off on your tongue. Although I did see that uh, the Chison, the the Chison Chison. nuggets were were just recalled. <laughs> so somebody actually, somebody actually maybe did jack off on the nuggets because they were they were somebody called like come, a bunch of their nuggets. Hey, hey, <laughs> who calmed on these? God damn it! Okay, send some phone. of them out, but <laughs> <laughs> that's an email. That's an email. <laughs> Uh, what do you think about this? It analyzes your brain using AI and creates a little playlist for you. Come on. I mean, that's not, I mean, let's, that's not real at all. It, it analyzes on. your neural activity and then designs a custom soundtrack based on whether or not your brain says it's yeah. concentrating on work. Are you fucking out of your mind? That's crazy. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've heard about. I've heard about binaural beats, binaural beats before. Yeah. Have you have you heard about that? I, I've heard. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't know what it is either. I don't. I don't know what it is. It's like Dan. Do you know what it is? Uh, it's some shit to do with the stereo image of it. I think I don't know. Yeah, but it, the the purpose. You're right. It it, ha- it has something to do with having both ears attuned to something, and then it like. It makes you calm by tricking you, basically. I, I think the I think theory is... I think it's hokum. No, it's okay. real. No, it's real. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> um, I, I don't actually know. I, I've heard of that, but I don't... Neurofeedback, I don't know. That sounds like some... That's some sci-fi stuff to me. That's... I mean, that's Pacific Rim territory, which I'd love to... I'd love for it to be real. You know, I'd love to walk around in a Jaeger, okay, with headphones in that are calming me down by... Saying, it's okay, it's okay, you're fine, you're fine, you're safe, you know? 
And if you liked it, did you like what, did the listeners like what I just did? Hey, everything's cool. Hey. (laughs) Let's go to to the store later. I'm out of beef jerky. (laughs) I love some beef jerky. I've been eating beef jerky like every day for six months. So good. It's really, really good. good. You could eat it for every meal and there wouldn't be a problem. You could. There's no problems at all with me or how I eat. That's right. <laughs> uh, we just hooked Jesse up to the V-Zone. Um, and let's get a live feed of the inside of his brain. <laughs> okay. And that's bad, I guess. <laughs> to be thinking that. <laughs> Look, what metrics are V-Zone capable of analyzing? Well, it can analyze the flow state level and fatigue level during your cognitive task and the calm level during your sound meditations. Any questions? Uh, Did you say this thing about the sound meditations and low calms? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I did. Um, It trains it. So it trains the AI by teaching your current focus level. And the zone AI will learn your brain activity and adapt it to your objective. That is bonkers. Um, it says, do you have any evidence that the device works? Okay. Well, they've partnered with various huh. established institutes, such as the University of Tokyo, KDDI, and NTT Data. Um, the University of Tokyo has published a research paper on the development of a system to detect the flow state. Mm-hmm. Okay. KDDI has press release joint research results about detecting the calm state during meditation. And NTT data has released a research result to the press about developing a signal reconstruction technique. Now, all that's left to do is simply comb through these three <laughs> academic papers and uh, tell you, the listener, if these claims will pass scientific muster. I think it will. Let's get yeah. one. How much are they? I'm looking here. I'll, I gotta think they're a lot of money. Hundred bucks, gotta be, gotta be a hundred bucks, Jay. Oh, it's an easy hundred, yeah. Two ninety nine is what we're looking at. Ugh. That ain't too good. I don't like that. Well, well I don't want to buy it. <laughs> we're deciding who is best to buy. Well, I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I need to analyze my brain activity. Yeah, I'm fine without not knowing what's going on up there. I'm fine with it. It's yeah. just whatever. Who the fuck cares? There could be two yeah. guys up there, you know, just duking it out all day long. It's none of my business. I'll stay out of it. You know? Um, yeah, I I freaking I I figured I just typed into I tapped into your brain. Um uh, <laughs> like and you're I still f- tapping and No, it's <laughs> hang on. I just finally figured out what's going on in your brain. <laughs> Ah, shit. Hang on. You gotta sign in. Hang on. <laughs> Ignore it. This is an ad. Ignore this. <laughs> Ignore this part. This is not part of it. <laughs> Hang on. It's gonna go away in a second. There we go. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> All right. We get it. We get okay. it. Okay. Turn it it's, off. It's three hours. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. You're thinking about farts. That was the um, V zone. That was the V zone, Mike. How much money did it make? Two hundred and one thousand dollars. 
of nope. ten. Nope. Wrong. $10, wrong. Dollars, wrong. JF. Wrong. Wrong. What are you talking about? Let me pull up the parts again. Two hundred and twenty. What did I say? He said. I think he said wow. two hundred one. That's what's written down in the doc. Do they okay, get well, twenty thousand dollars in overnight? Time? Yes. Wow. Two hundred twenty thousand dollars. Seven hundred twenty-one backers. Still twenty-five days to go. Maybe this is real. Maybe I should get this and become like a CEO. Yeah. Well, you know, as a CEO myself, let me tell you, it's not all it's cracked up to be. I barely have any binaural beats to listen to. I doubt this thing could help. I'd rather see a pair of titties, to be honest with you. <laughs> That would would be pretty good. You know what? CEO, I'd rather see a pair of titties. (laughs) Oh, man. What do you got, Jeff? You got something? If you're listening right now, you could pause and just sort of imagine. Just two of them. I mean, mean, yeah. Oh, two. Yeah. Oh, two. Two, two, two. Absolutely. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Two. (laughs) Two's all we need. Uh, Mike. The next one I got for you is called A Book Thanking the U.S. for All Its Opportunities. This is a book commemorating the U.S. and all the amazing things that have done for foreigners. Frank Vicente needs your help to translate it. Uh, check this out. Hello, my name is Frankie. I live in this country for 30 years. I am always grateful with USA for giving us everything we need. That's the reason why I wrote Gracias USA, a Spanish book. Now we you help, we can publish it in English. All of us living here and came from different countries, we just can say, thank you, USA. Thank you, USA, for the health care. Thank mm. you, USA, for the freedom. Yeah. Thank you, USA, for giving us security. Thank you, USA, no. for the economy. What? Thank you, wow. USA, for all the opportunities. Okay. Thank you, USA, for the justice. No. Thank you, USA, for Absolutely not. Uh-uh. Ooh, I don't know about that either. No, definitely not. I hear more than 60 chapters. 60 chapters. <laughs> Help me to make this a reality. Thank you for your support. All right. Now, look. What's your, I'm pro- just, what's your main beef with this one? I'm just some guy, okay? <laughs> um, I'm just a simple country lawyer. <laughs> and I'm... <laughs> You know, as a guy who's lived here the whole time, I wouldn't spike the football on somebody in person if they said, hey, I came from a different country and it was really hard for me there and I got here and things are a lot better. Yeah, you I do, wouldn't. You do it behind their back. I would I would wait until they left um, <laughs> and I and I would make the I would do cuckoo as the, when they left you know, kind of, uh, and really nail them to the wall on that. Um, get a load of get a load of this get guy. Get a little load of this guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, I understand that that's true. That's definitely happened, uh, for people. Um, and it probably takes like a full generation or two for that to wear off. Right. Wouldn't you say that's about yeah. right? Like yeah. you're the first generation of person who came here and you get to still be like a little bit weird about the U S but then I think your kids should grow up with a healthy hatred for it. It seems like, to me. <laughs> I think by that point they should be clicking not, like, Oh wait, this actually... Nothing more American this, than hating America. I think Come so. On. You know? Come on. See that post? It, it was like, oh, the kids are raised to desecrate yeah. the flag. And the lady who posted it was a Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, a video of some kid, like, pushing down a flag or something. An American right. flag. Yeah. 
I, I mean, it, the equivalent of knocking over a mailbox. I mean, much actually much less offensive because <laughs> you got to get fix the mailbox. The flag you just go pick up again if you want or whatever. Um, so you know this this guy's got a different experience from me, but it's like the stuff he said is so weird. Why would you say thanks to U.S. for the economy? What does that mean? Yeah. Thanks to the U.S. for the justice. What does that mean? What are you talking about? Protecting us and the whole world. This book will tell you stories of how lucky you are to be from the differences from being between being born in a different country. So, I mean, I get it, but uh, kind of sucks. But it sucks. It sucks. If <laughs> if you're gonna do propaganda, it needs to be better than this. It needs to be like a Marvel movie. If you're gonna, if I'm gonna have to sit through the fucking propaganda, <laughs> can you at least put like a muscly There's Chris a Evans squibs in here? Huh? Yeah. I mean, I can't, I can't just, I'm not reading a book. If you're going to do propaganda, it's not going to be in a book. I'm not reading that shit. Yeah, don't have time. I'm on the iPad. I'm on the iPad most of the, and, and even when I'm in the car, <laughs> I'm on the fucking thing. So, um, but this is just so corny and I hope that, I hope that, I hope, I hope that he gets Frankie's, a million bucks. I hope he gets a million I, bucks for You it. hope he gets a million dollars for his Thank yeah. You USA book? Maybe not a million. <laughs> That's a lot of cash. <laughs> I hope I get a million dollars. That's what I'm somehow. saying. That's what I'm saying. Well, yeah. 25 bucks at a time for Thank You, America, the ebook, or 50 bucks for the regular book. That's going to be a little bit, uh, it's going to be a little bit costly. If you're going to thank America, I think the first thing you got to do is realize how we operate here, which is the cheapest <laughs> thing is the best thing. Okay. <laughs> and you, you need to outsource your labor and materials so you can get it as cheaply as yeah. possible and Off exploit as many people as possible. Yeah. Along yeah. the way. That's the American way. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> hey, I'm so glad that you're here and that you're having a great time, but you got to remember there's people elsewhere who don't have it as good, <laughs> and it's time to take advantage it's of those not, people. Yeah, okay? you're, you're going to start a business. Those are the people. Let's point, <laughs> you, let's point you in the right direction here. These are the people <laughs> you need to exploit. <laughs> Turning him around like he's about to hit a pinata. Like, all right, here you go. Um, also, the, the location for this product is Mexico, which... I don't know if that means that this guy is in Mexico, yeah, but maybe. it does seem like if the thing is, I'm going to write U.S. propaganda, maybe, I don't know, maybe, hey, maybe you should freaking come here and learn the freaking language before you freaking write propaganda about, our, you know, whatever. I don't know. Very strange, uh, very strange project. In 50 bucks a book, come on. I mean, we're not uh -huh. talking about, I mean, sure, I'll I'll use honey and see if it's on there, but... <laughs> It's got to be a crazy, crazy book that I choose my own. I better be choosing my own adventure in this book. <laughs> you want to do the work for him. Um, this fucking book is 50 bucks and it's only, it's like this whole guy's story. Let me, let me do some, let me fucking adventure around in here. Let me fucking well, stomp around. It sounds like it's 60 chapters of yelling at you because yeah. you don't think the country's good. Yeah. 60 chapters of why you should be thankful you already live here, bitch, is sort of the parenthetical it seems I like guess. he's adding. I, sorry, I don't know. I just don't think it's that good. It's like way too hot a lot of times. So Yeah, it is hot. Muggy, too. It's muggy oh. most of the time here. Yeah, it's very, <laughs> mug, it's very muggy. JF, that was the uh, whatever it was. I don't remember. One dollar, one dollar of five thousand dollars, one backer, fifty-five days to go. Unfortunately, we're not on prices right, so one dollar is not a good bid. That's something I could say about things that have one dollar now. <laughs> JF, have you ever been chatting with a friend about a product 
and then minutes later you see an ad for it on a social platform, it's creepy. Isn't it weird how the social platforms know everything about us, but yet we have little to no control? Kiero seeks to apply ethics in a practical, unbiased, and equitable way. We also seek to provide a member-centered experience in social media landscape. In a social media, whatever, this is a new social media. It's another one. Hit the button, everybody. It's a new social media site. This time developed by, I think, a guy in college, it seems like, (laughs) um, by the video. Hello, my name is Jack Foley, and I'm the CEO of Project New Social, and this is our app for us. What? Yeah. Claro. 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 Yeah. Whatever. Let's get a fucking boom mic in here. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Let's get the fucking mic situation under control. He's in a dorm room. Have you ever been chatting with a friend about a product then minute? I just said this. <laughs> yeah. It took the words right out That's of That's fucking mouth. creepy. I was just saying this, and then I go <laughs> turn on this video, JF. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. They're listening to us, Mike. <laughs> All right, let's see what he has there. Minutes later, you see an ad for it on a social platform. Yeah. It's creepy. I know. And isn't it weird <laughs> that social platforms know everything about us, but yet we have little to no control? I was just saying this Plural to Jesse. seeks to apply ethics in practical, unbiased, and equitable ways. And we also seek <laughs> to provide a member-centered experience in a social media landscape that's riddled with serious, serious privacy concerns. Serious <laughs> How do they how do they plan on doing this? We achieve well, this by giving our members a choice to opt in or out of selling their data. If they give their consent to us to collect their data and sell it, they get paid for it. Simple as that. In addition, we simple as wrong for biased boardroom <laughs> policies to rule over millions of people. That mm-hmm. is why we have implemented an interactive democratic system as yes. a platform. This allows the community to directly impact the modification of policies, procedures, features, topic feeds, and how we enforce policies. It is a platform for the people, by the people. Speaking of people, here's the amazing team that's building Chloro. Who cares? Yeah, that's not interesting at all. So there's two aspects to this, which you heard there. Number one is you, you opt into selling your data. Okay, or not. You keep your data all to yourself. Greedy. We got a data greedy uh, uh, person. Um, <laughs> Little data golem. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's right. Um, why not share your data and get paid for it? Now, what could you possibly get paid for your fucking data? No one cares. This is what you don't understand. No one cares about you. <laughs> okay. No one gives a fuck about you. Here is here's the way you are valuable. Um, uh, uh, anonymized and rolled up into a bundle with 10 million other dorks and then sold. <laughs> That's how you're valuable. Yeah. Okay. You yeah. don't get to fucking say I'm, you get pay. Hey, you want to know, uh, you want to know which freaking, uh, stogies I love smoking, pay me 10 bucks and I'll let you know. It doesn't work like that. That's not <laughs> of any value whatsoever to an advertiser. Okay. They're not, they're not buying the shit on your, uh, on your Alexa to sell you stogies although pretty cool right stogies right to your door wait and for half the cost of the traditional cigar store you're gonna get you're gonna get it fucking suggested now that you fucking (laughs) (laughs) um so it's not just the data thing it's also the free speech thing of 
These freaking big tech companies, Mike, yeah. have once again, you know, they're ruining the platforms that they themselves created. And it's our rights as well. So what we're going to do is we're going to have a vote on whether Nazis get to use the service. Now, what do you think the vote is going <laughs> to turn out to be? Yeah, I wonder what it is. I was looking through that Getter data, the social media website that popped yeah. up, the new Trump site, and I saw that the data got leaked. I was looking through that shit, and like I put it in a big sheet, and I cleaned it up, and I was looking at the usernames, and I was sorting it, and you could sort it by like what their username was, how many followers they had, how, how many people they were following, and it mm -hmm. listed the private email address on each account, so like you could see... uh. Dan Bongiorno or whatever the fuck, you'd see like his email or whoever was running the account for him, right? And uh, that was just cool to see. That was kind of that was cool. a nice peek behind the curtain of how uh, big secure companies handle their data, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah. So I mean, all of these places that are like, or the free speech website or whatever, or come to the new social media network. Or nobody give nobody's gives a fuck about this. It's never gonna happen. But never. they're like, I want to be the new Zuckerberg, bro. I bet you do. <laughs> it rocks. I bet you fucking do. Um, <laughs> risks and challenges, Mike. Pro Project New Social, the creators of Claro, was started almost two years ago and has faced many hurdles. From losing majority of the original team due to a lack of funding, to scrapping and redesigning our back end in light of what happened to another social platform <laughs> this year. What do you think that's about? That's cool. I don't know what that's about. I'd be interested in knowing. So yeah. somebody else got exposed. They were. Yeah. That's cool. And they were doing the exact same thing. Um, <laughs> that's pretty interesting. Um, Ten bucks, you get early access to beta division. That's where you can exclusively follow Mike. That's, oh, uh, I was going to say, was your unit in the army? Twenty-five <laughs> early access plus a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Yeah, fifty bucks to get a mug. Who cares? You know, this is a real stinker. <laughs> um, I, whenever I see people doing stuff in college, I kind of think, I hope this is just like for a project, and they don't actually, yeah, student, want to do it. Pro project. Very Whatever. nice. Yeah, awesome job. Um, a lot better than any student project I ever did in school. Yeah. So you're you're absolutely killing it, my man. And when you grow up, I'll take you out for a beer one of these days. Let you know how <laughs> business is really done in the world. You know. Um. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> $186 of 11,000 six backers, 29 days to go. That is Claro, Mike, and that is the six pack. So the show is almost over. I know everybody's getting up and gathering their stuff. I know, I know, I know. Um, sit down, you... though. The bell has not rung. So sit That's right. down. I release you, not the bell. <laughs> I release you. We have time for one more segment on the show. It's called That's Where You Come In. Hang on, Mike. We got switched up again, brother. Let's what do go you back. mean? This one's from 
Ryan, you heard a preview of this one earlier, gang, if you were paying attention. Um, but I wanted to mention, you love the mailbag theme, don't you, folks? We all love hearing it. It's one of the highlights of every week. Um, it's, uh, of course, made by our friend Howell Doughty. And you can hear more from Howell on this week's YKS Premium over at patreon.com slash your Kickstarter sucks. We get into everything with this guy. No stone is unturned and there are no holds barred. All the questions you guys want to ever, ever want to know about Lydia Burrell slash Hal Dottie. He bears it all. He tells all his secrets on this show. And we beat him up pretty good. I'll be honest with you. (laughs) We beat him up pretty bad. I, I don't I don't know if we're going to be talking no, anytime soon. No softball questions, okay? Yeah. Yeah, there were a few tears. There were a few <laughs> tears by everybody. So uh, it's a great one. So check that out on Friday. I call it Fry-yay um, video as well on that one. Now on to the letter. Dear Mike and JF, one of the things I routinely find strange and funny while listening to the podcast is how many Kickstarters there are for books on the platform. As someone who currently makes a decent part-time income in self-publishing, I can't imagine any legitimate reason why anyone would ever need to crowdfund for a book. After all, you don't need money up front to write a book, and it's free to self-publish and distribute it. Amazon will even sell hard copies of your book on an on-demand basis with no upfront cost to you. Further, as a writer, I can imagine no better incentive to keep me from writing a book than if I already received the money up front. After all, writing a book is hard, and if you already got the money for even doing it, well, fuck it, right? I'll pause to say, is, this is what happened to George R. R. Martin, right? Did he just get paid for all of the stuff he already did and was maybe thinking about doing in the future? And then he was like, well, I'm not going to, um, obviously, I'm not going to write the, I'm not going to write the books anymore, you know? I wouldn't do it either. That shit's hard. You got to fucking... Come up with a good idea, and then you gotta like write it down. Yeah, okay, yeah. I mean, that's like the first. I guess that's the first two. There's even more stuff after that too. If you, can, you gotta rewrite it, right? Then you gotta read the fucking thing. Nightmare. Uh, Dan, did you get what I was saying about George R. R. Martin? No, I wasn't paying attention. I was watching Greg Hardy get knocked out. Sorry. Okay. Well, that's good. He's a piece of shit. Um, anyway, this brings me to a story of a guy I knew in our friend circle once. He put on an Indiegogo campaign for a book he was going to write about music and culture. I knew he had published some articles on the internet. He seemed like a nice guy, so I threw him 20 bucks into the campaign to buy a copy of his book when he finished it. Mike, I think you know how this story ends. Lo and behold, the book never got written, and when I asked him about it at a party a couple years later, his response was something along the lines of a shrug and a, oh yeah, that just didn't quite work out. Of course, he didn't mention anything about refunding my money. I and others had given him. That's cool. The ball. Anyway, my My question is, how would you react if this was someone you knew in your friend group who raised a few grand from you and others in his social circle for a book and ultimately just shrugged the project off? Also, it's been about a decade since I've seen the guy, but should I still try to track him down and get my 20 bucks back? Thanks, Ryan. This is Ryan uh, Nanny of Shutdown Fullcast and Banner Society. It's a cool NCAA sports site. If you haven't uh, check that out. You should. And if you haven't heard the podcast, you should. Very funny stuff. Uh, great folks over there. Anyways. So the question. Yeah, you should track is, him down. You should uh, use all means and necessary <laughs> by your disposal at your disposal. Lure, right. lure him onto your property and defend your homestead. That's the number one. Th- <laughs> oh, was that was that new uh, Rambo any good where all the guys were uh, coming onto his farm and he was like blowing them up? I didn't, with mines see, and I shit? didn't see that one. I got to watch that. That looked really fucking stupid. <laughs> might, might be worth a checkout. Um, as far as like imagining what it would be like for someone in your friend group to rip you off on a Kickstarter <laughs> and take several thousand dollars, <laughs> no. I can't even. I I, don't, I can't imagine what that would be like. 
Um, so I guess you're on your own for that one. Yeah. Um, no clue. Sounds like a bad time, though. You know, <laughs> the important thing is, you know, no hard feelings or anything. So. <laughs> I think we should just keep it 100, you know? Ah, uh, you're psychotic. I'm not a psycho. I'm normal. <laughs> you locked in here with me. Hey, yeah, I just called and told you guys about how much I wished I was wearing my I'm a dumb shithead t-shirt at my mom's uh, deathbed. And if that's not sufficient to get on your stupid show, uh, y'all are some hoes. (laughs) (laughs) He made it.